Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. Paolo DiCaprio. West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together in defeat. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, depending on what time you're listening. This is more than just a podcast podcast. Podcast. Episode 24? Maybe, I don't know. Season three? Boop. Something like that. Boop. Uh, we must name... be coming up to our 100th episode. We're not far so. off. I think it's just in time for the end of the season, so it might Beautiful. be a, a double celebration. Talking that, and I know it's not in the running order, but we better start thinking of some awards as we get closer to the end of the season. Are we going to do more awards this year, are mm. we? Absolutely. Okay. They've got to be more ridiculous than last year, though. Mm. Okay, that's doable. Um, this my... year, we've probably got to have worst podcast, West Ham podcast of the year. My name is George. <laughs> I'm here with, in the studio with Sean today. Sean is good back evening, in the studio. Good evening. He's got a very nasty cough still. So if you do, uh, mm. if you very do have, spitty. Yeah, you a bit phlegmy and everything. Really. Yeah, I, mm. I've had a cough since um, August last year. Mm. Um, Reese is in the studio. So hi, Reese. Hello. How was your journey in? Good, except I, uh, I was a bit late, which you I've were been late. told a bit about late, actually. Many a time. And John is here playing on his laptop. Hi, John. Hello. On his MacBook. How are you? Was that a euphemism? I'm fine, thank you. Good. It's really great. You have the most comfortable chair in the studio. It's technically not a chair, It's like a chaise lounge. Um, Let's start then by uh, doing as we usually do, (laughs) reviewing the last game. Uh, West Ham United 1, referee 2. You don't usually read that out, though, when I put that. Uh, I have done this time. You never put referee before. I know. I usually put Wayne Rooney or something. Uh, that is actually Liverpool, not referee. The West Ham United possession for the game was 36%. That's 11 shots with one on target. Boo! Boo! And uh, Liverpool had 64% possession with 17 shots and eight of those were on target. Boo! So there's lots to talk about. It was a poor, defor- poor performance from the referee uh, that probably stopped us from getting a draw, which I think we deserved. I, I, beg to I, differ. I disagree. What do you think we should have lost? Yes. Yeah. Still think Liverpool were. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm the only one. I think. <laughs> and I have, I have three deserved a draw, then. exhibits later That's that I will much present. better. Ladies and gentlemen, the I jury for exhibit anyway. A. We couldn't, we couldn't see... Whether it was a handball or not a handball from where we were, because that was right at the opposite yeah. end to us, wasn't it? It was. Mm. Having seen it after on the television, it was, it was definitely a handball. Yes. Exhibit one, which is on the Facebook group, but this, in my view, is a deliberate handball. Look at his eyes. Yeah, I agree. James Tompkins, and look where he's looking at the ball. He pushes his arm out. He's the last man. It's a goal-scoring mm. opportunity. He deserves to be sent off, in my view. The rules of the game. So I recognise that hat. Are you in the Pistorius yeah. trial? Exhibit one, <laughs> Your Honour, <laughs> would mean hand. for all Allardyce moaning that the referee and everything else, we should have been one nil down. And no, I'm not down saying. To 10 men. I'm not no. saying that Exhibit that wasn't one, a penalty. I'm not saying that wasn't a penalty. I think I agree so that quick. is a penalty. That His is a blatant penalty. It's a penalty. I don't think it's intentional. No. That 
that exhibit two, Your Honour, and this is also not, on the Facebook. That should not be. That sure, should not be sure. a goal. Let him, let him get a word in. Yeah, goal. Yeah. That that should not be a goal. This is the Andy Carroll goal. So what were you saying about um, the penalty in the first half? You accept that? I accept the penalty. Absolutely. I think that was a penalty. One nil. Fair enough. Yeah. And down to ten men or not? I don't think. I don't think, I think it's deliberate. No. I don't think it's deliberate. What do you mean it's not deliberate? It's so quick. His hands are up because he's keeping balance and it's hit his hand. And you don't, you know, in the context of it, do you remember there was someone covering in the middle? Was there someone running back? Do you remember that? You know, sure. I watched it. I watched the high-def highlights from do, do you remember Day that, again. Do you remember that? Just before I came to the studio, just to make sure I was familiar with it. And he was the last man. There was intent. And if you follow the absolute letter of the law... He probably should have gone. Well, he didn't. Good. He didn't. So we, we got saved by the ref. So, games. controversial decision one was correct. Well done, referee, Anthony Taylor. I disagree. What do you disagree about? You, you should have been sent off. We should have sent a man off and we'd have been down to ten men. Before okay. we start arguing, we could have come back. Um, Carroll then appeared to foul Liverpool goalkeeper Simon Mignolet. Um, he was he w- was a foul. It was a it was a bit of a push to the head. He dropped the ball, and Guidamel tapped in. Well, even um, I think we were very lucky to be allowed that goal. Even Andy Carroll admits it because he. I don't know if you saw. He tweeted out or he did an Instagram saying, "Sometimes they get it right, sometimes they get it wrong." And he had a picture of. Um, um, what did he have? I don't know, but you're killing me. The suspense is killing me, Sean. <laughs> You're going to make him cough. <laughs> he, he, ba- he basically says, sometimes you benefit and sometimes you don't. And he, he had a picture of him and um, Chico Flores and then a picture of him and Mignolet. But mm. we all agree, then, it shouldn't have been a goal. We oh, are no, really I think it was a foul. But then there yeah. was talk. Again, I haven't, I haven't really looked at it back closely. They were saying that he got pushed by Skirtle on the way in. Is that true? Skirtle. Mm. No, so he, he, um, Skirtle pushed him at some other... It wasn't right at that moment, but they're sort of saying, yeah, but two wrongs don't make a right. I don't know. I don't so know what they're saying is, Skirtle um, pushed Carroll in the box, <clears throat> their box, and therefore that should have been a penalty. But, you know, we could sp- spend all day long guessing what the ref I don't know wrong. why he, nine out of ten goalies would punch that. I don't understand why he's, he's caught it. And I have to give a, a, a shout to um, Demel for his finish. Yeah. So a great finish for Demel. At least he kicked it in the but right it was, direction. It was a bit strange, wasn't it? That um, do you think maybe he thought the first one was wrong? He might. Well, no, the referee pointed to the spot. The I don't know if you saw this, but the West Ham uh, screen operator started playing a replay of it, and the West the, the Liverpool fans uh, were all pointing at the they, screen. They, so were the players, and the ref refused to look at the uh, replay. That's true. They, it's been in the Daily Mail today. Oh, that's that must be true. They started. They played the replay after he'd conferred with the linesman. He'd been and conferred with the linesman, and then he blew his whistle, pointed to the centre, and then they played the replay. Well, it was and in the Daily they, Mail. And I, don't, I was, don't know the exact order, but um, we spoke to the Premier League press office today, and no action is being taken against West Ham because the Daily Mail inferred that we'd broke the Premier League rules by showing a replay afterwards. Well, there you go. There's well, the daily mail for you. But that is another prime example as to why video refereeing should be part of the game. In yeah, my opinion. Because How he, quick it was. He, and that would have gone he, against us. He spent a good minute chatting to his assistant. He did, yeah. When it had been shown on the screen already, he could have easily just looked up, but watched yeah. it a couple of times, the made, assistant decision, had, made, uh, the made the right call. Someone was doing the lip reading and says, I didn't see it. Or he said something along those lines. I don't know. I didn't see it. Anyway, so we were lucky then to be, according to Sean, lucky to have 11 men on the pitch and yeah. be one up. Yeah. yeah. Looking all right at the moment. Um, and it's then, a bit free. And then the final controversial decision was the last penalty, Annoying. which was the John Flanagan uh, Adrian incident. Yeah. See, that was right in front of us. Yeah. Literally right in it front was. of us. And I can vouch for Adrian. That was not a penalty. Well, well I can... I'm going to disagree. Yeah, a little bit. My my initial thoughts as soon as I saw that, no penalty. He got his hands to the ball and then Flanagan went over him. Mm. There are different angles and things. There's pictures of um, Adrian with his hands around his ankles. It does look like he's pulled his leg yeah. after. It yeah. did. So, 
Yeah. If you look at the exhibit and I put up there and I tweeted it out and it's on the Facebook group, you can see him get into the ball Facebook first. Facebook.com forward slash Monjas podcast. Mm. But what he does do, and I've seen this on the uh, the high def replay on Match of the Day, he does follow through, like Reese says, and hold on to his leg. Mm. Well said, Reese. Thank and you. And therefore, well done, therefore I'm afraid. It's a harsh penalty. It's a penalty. It's, it is a penalty. I think the best way to describe it is if you know they do decent tackles, if you tackle someone but go through with them after, and you, they, they normally give fouls. I think that's kind of the same situation as a goalkeeper. He's won the ball, but he's but still he's gone through after. He's still taking the man. So, so do, you, do you think that the referee actually had a good game then? Well, for us, otherwise we'd have been 2-0 down and been down to 10 men and lost James yeah, But you don't know if he scored the penalty. James Collins, James Tompkins for um, three games. So, yes, I think the ref did have a good game. I think oh. it's a harsh pen, but to be fair, it could be given. Uh, just quickly, long ball stats. West Ham had 56, Liverpool had 56. Mark Noble had eight. Stephen Gerrard had 16. Long ball merchants. Yeah, the difference between Stephen Gerrard's long balls, he was just sitting there pinging it to feet, wasn't he? He was. <laughs> he was very good yesterday. It was unbelievable. Um, so we think that the referee, I think the referee had a terrible game. Sean thinks the referee had a good game. Well, no, he didn't. He did, no, that's <laughs> I, not true. I think, I think he had a shocker, the ref. Of course he had a shocker. Um, I'm saying... There's... When you look at it... But then Sean thinks it was a great performance and it well, was a really entertaining game. Well, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um... What I think well, is, I th- the I think, had a I shocker, think, I think it was a good but it actually it was. was in our favour, and I don't see why Sam said, you know, it goes against us. What goes around comes around. When you even it out at the end of the season, I think all these things that go against you and for you even themselves out. Uh, yeah. He disagrees. All in love, war and love. Sam, love war. Sam I'm sure Sheffield United felt like that. Well, there is one man <laughs> that was likely to give the ref a hard time. I haven't heard this interview, but I'm sure he does. So, well, Sean? One more, one more, one more, just about Gerard's quote. Who? Gerard. Who's Gerard? Gerard. Stephen Gerard. Stephen Gerard says, it was a very tricky game. Can you do Scouse accent? Do you want to do it? No, I don't. Go on. Go on, have a go. go have a go. Come on. How does the Scouse accent go? Don't, he's, don't even bother. Calm down, calm down. That's it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> do it. <coughs> well, just Set him off now, look. Go on, quickly. Go it on, was a very tricky game. We knew what to expect, but we got a bit more than we expected. A hot dressing room. A hot dressing room, a dry pitch, and the bus had to park a mile away. I don't get that parking. Yeah, well, it was outside. So, number one. Their coach was... Number one. All right, we turned the heating up. Lots of clubs do that. Just wear a T-shirt. Well, uh, again, (laughs) a load of clubs do that. I don't think they did wall to the pitch. But, I'm sorry, but the coach was right outside. Whose coach was that outside The coach was in the car park, yeah. Don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. But the other thing you've missed out here is the percentage, the, the possession. No, we no, didn't possession. do that at the beginning. Yeah. 36%. Where were you? Were you, yeah. were you listening? So yeah, listen, you don't actually listen to your own podcast. Well, I'm a bit busy. Can I, can I before we it's say the gap podcast, and say, and I just... Sean, no, we're, it's all our podcast. John just picked up on this. I thought, and it's just one thing I want to say. There was a standing ovation at the end. Was that true, John and George? Standing ovation. There was lots, lots, lots there, was a, there was people clapping. You know, there was a sense of injustice, Sean. We, injustice? There was a sense of injustice. We should have been down to ten men. Sean doesn't understand, but he thinks the referee had a good no, game. No, no, no was, I didn't say he had a good there game. There was a I sense of injustice. came off better. That's a different to mm. saying he had a good and game. And it was a... It was a tent, it was, you couldn't lack the effort. You couldn't uh, lack the, the sort of passion they put in. Mm. They put everything into it. But they were awful. Right. I didn't find it a boring game. It I wasn't found a boring it an exciting game. Exciting game. I didn't want to sit down and like. That's not the point, though. The team still played. But it was entertaining. We had, we had I, all the word I used was it was entertaining. We had, are you not entertained? We were we were had virtually had a zero attacking prowess at all throughout the whole game. It's just all right. We only had just, one shot on target. You know, that's where talk. I believe it was entertaining. George was on his phone a lot of the time, so he obviously didn't find it entertaining. <laughs> but we are, says, says Mr. Watch well, all the game. Well, it's usually me that... Uh, well, well, you spend most of the game recording it. and filming the, well, the away fans. Yeah. So yeah. it's just the whole the whole thing is, yes, we, it was a much better performance. Yes, they put in all the effort they could put in. But as a, as a team, as a unit, as playing any kind of football, it was but rubbish was to flair. watch. Ticker-tacker, 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 ticker-tacker. Talk, talk, I said, talk sport like tonight. While they were while watching they were talking Brazil. about the game tonight, they were playing swing low and saying we should all move to Twickenham. I think it was like watching mm. Brazil. So it's getting there. Now everyone's now joining in the 
the rugby team. Reese, did you watch? Yes. What did you think as a neutral? I thought setting up first, Liverpool can find a breakthrough, a massive breakthrough. Obviously, the penalty changed it. But there's just like, like we said, and like John said, there's just no attacking. It's only a good game because it was Liverpool. Right. If you, it's the same next week, I mean, it's Arsenal next week. But if it's, uh, I don't know, say Stoke. Norwich or, right. or someone like that, it would be the other way around because they'd still be able to keep the ball. Well, you're not entertained. You were. What you're saying is... You were it was a good game, because but it was because of how bad... The ref was. Yes. <laughs> pretty decisions, much the big decisions. And, it, you, and, it's proven, and how it's, much Liverpool keep the ball. It's proven in our, in our percentage of possession at home, you know, we, we've been, like you say, we've been, was it 38, 40% on average? Mm. So it just shows you how, yeah. how bad we are. Okay. And that's, are we going to discuss your poll thing at one point? Yeah, we are. Anyway, let's see what the gaffer has to say. Unfortunately, the result relies around controversial decisions, which we don't we don't want in any game we play. But uh, unfortunately, in the end, um, there's probably two arguable decisions. But you know, again, it's not just that it's overall performance from from the match officials that concern me today. So, and then two big decisions that that one you could say. Went in, went in our favour when he overruled the assistant referee, but I, I can't see why the assistant referee spotted it because I saw the assistant referee several times today have something happen five and ten yards in front of him and do nothing, uh, yet something that happened 35, 40 yards away puts his flag up for. But, but in the end, it's you know one of those games where we've tried our very best. We've taken Liverpool to the edge. They've won by two penalties. The second one is the penalty. Um, it's clear to see that that Adrian's played the ball first. Flanagan's halfway down, looking for the penalty before uh, he knows he's not going to get there. He knows he's going to go out of play. For Adrian gets a touch on the ball, and if you play the ball as a goalkeeper like that, it's not a penalty. But he's bought it well as Flanagan, and uh, and Liverpool have won the game because of that. They might say his momentum took him on, on to, uh, no, to Adrian's. He's, going, he's, he's looking for it. Adrian's goes down and you can see him taking the, taking the ball. And before he's taking the ball, the player's looking to go over. We all know players um, have to make the referee's mind up. And, and he's made the referee's mind up in the way that he thinks it's a penalty. But clearly, Adrian's played the ball first before he's made any contact with the player. The concern, one of the concerns I have, Sam, is that it's going to get almost impossible for goalkeepers to come out and Phil Parks here used to be brilliant at it, but even he would have struggled to come out of the feet of a forward when you know 95% of those situations are going to result in a penalty. Well, it looks like it. I mean, but there's, there's only, you know, there's only the, the governing bodies and the, the PGMOL in the end of the day can sort it all out, can't they? Because they're the controlling factors. They're the, they're the ones that have got to look at the whole structure of, of where we've have. And for me, we've got to try and improve the referees we have, we have now any way we possibly can because I think there's been far too many major errors this season personally and uh, I'm supported by a lot of people who I talk to um, in that way but you know at the end of the day it is disappointing um, people can't outside of this environment tell me they all work themselves out towards the end of the season they simply don't that is an absolute nonsense in 30 seconds they've had a replay of the penalty on a screen in the dugout area and you can see Adrian's hand touch the ball. Well, we do that before I speak to you. I know I have a look at every decision that goes on before I come out here. Try and keep as cool, as calm as I possibly can, which is very difficult for me at this moment in time, I'll tell you. Um, but I've looked at every decision that's, that's there and, and, like I said, those two major decisions, uh, one, one went in our favour to get us back to 1-1. One, one. I've no argument with the first penalty at all, uh, but certainly the... You know, the second one at that particular time when we're, we're uh, coping with Liverpool really well. While we're not doing the, the, the attacking moves we did in the first half, we're, but we're coping with Liverpool really well. And we were looking then to get ourselves back in the game. We nearly did it with Andy Carroll's header to get us 2-1 in front. But uh, it's cruel to, you know, get it taken away from you. And you say, well, you've got one, they've got one. Is that right? No, it's not right. 
You need it at 40 points, though, and they did play. He said they might play with a more relaxed style today, a little bit more fluency. They, they did that as well, which, makes, which again, did, must make it harder. They did, they did. I mean, we, you know, we, you know, we, you know, contrary to what uh, Stevie Gerrard said, say we played direct, we didn't. Like, I mean, we, we play, we play off Andy Carroll when we can. But how many long balls has Stephen Gerrard played today? I mean, he's played a lot more long balls than uh, than our players did. But mind you, Stevie Gerrard is better at playing them. I'll give him that. But he's played more long balls on the field today than anybody else, like you know. So, but his balls are, are far more accurate than some of those. What do you think about that, Reese? Well, I think he feels aggrieved, but I think he has to move on. Nice, nice. Whatever. So I love it how Reese doesn't even have to listen to the post-match interview to know what Sam Allardyce is going to say. He's that predictable. Yep. John. John. I agree with Reese. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nasty coffee you got there, Sean. That is, yeah. Onwards and upwards. But you I tell you what, guys, you're both right. He made about the refs again. Well he would do, wouldn't he? Mm. But, I mean but, it's it's the obvious thing to say after a game like that that the ref was just shock was shocking. If the ref had been a better ref like Mark Clattenberg, we'd have lost still. Clattenberg. No, Clattenberg, Clattenberg likes West Ham. We were well, we Did it Millie? Oh there it is. There you go. There you go. Is this a foul? Yeah. Anyway, not very mm. entertaining. Crack on. Cool. Right. Where are we? Look at his face. Oh, yeah. Tompkins. Oh, see, Skirtle, see, Skirtle does push him. We're just watching the replay yeah. on Sky Sports 1 uh, just before the um, Sunderland, Sunderland Spurs game. Good finish, Demel. Nearly mm. missed it. Yeah, he did. He tried to clear it. Um, Anyway, yeah, uh, earlier you spoke to, yeah. today right. I spoke to uh, Leon Hyde, who's been on the podcast before, uh, because he had a little bit of news. He, he talks about the game and then talks about what happened after the game, which became big news. And we welcome back to more than just a podcast. It's Leon Hyde, DJ to the stars. Hey, Liam. Hi, Sean. How you doing? <laughs> Good, mate. Good, mate. What do you make of yesterday, then? I'm in two minds, to be honest. Um, well, first half, it was okay. Nothing great. But at the end of the day, we are playing Liverpool, so you've got to respect that. Uh, second half, well, after the second goal, really, we went... It looked like our, our game plan went out the window. We went from sticking to it, conceding the second goal, going from, right, get it to the full-backs and smash it mm-hmm. apart to... Big man, um, and oh, justice to him yesterday. I thought Skirto was absolutely phenomenal yesterday. I thought he was uh, a different, a different centre half, to be honest, yesterday. Um, but um, I don't know. Um, is it? I thought George Paris at left back was looked solid from the Sunderland game, um, where he was getting dragged out, and he looked like a little George kid. Paris. Um, I call him old Papa. I call him George Paris. Reminds me of George Paris. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Know, I don't think the listeners will know that. So I just thought I'd, I'd question you on that. Old Pablo, yeah. There was a standing ovation at the end. Uh, I don't, I'm sure you went to the whole game. Were you one of the ones that booed? Oh, I'd, no, I would never boo. Never boo. Where, where do you sit, Leon? I can't quite I'm remember. In, I'm in the Bobby Moore lower. Um, yeah. Um, I would never boo my team. Um, yeah, I, I hear it was coming mainly from the West End lower. Um, if, if, uh, well, I... that's that's where it comes from from the whole game. So unless yeah. um, at the end of the day, right, Allardyce plays a certain way. We know this; it, it's obvious. Now, what is Allardyce's job? It's to get us safe. Has he done that the last two seasons? Yes. Did he get us promoted? What we asked for? Yes. Now, what else do we want? We are a big gap from um, Europa League football. We haven't yep. got the facilities. We haven't got the funds to go for your football. So what can we achieve more than what we're doing? It's, until we start spending, it's not even spending, it's, it's bringing in the better quality players. Than, you know, We are holding on to four or five championship players at the moment. Um, the Taylors, the O'Briens, mm-hmm. um, etc. Like until we start moving things around and bringing in players, but then we say that, we just we sign a World Cup winner and 
first game yesterday, I thought we could really have a good look at him. And let's, let's be frank about it, he was uh, awful. <laughs> let's pull it. He, he, he gave the ball away. It was two times he could have had to put his foot through the ball and had a shot. And he tried to think little passes. And it, even Carroll was like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I don't know. I thought we gave a good effort, though. You know, yes. and, and that, that that was the main thing. But then on the other this... side, Sean, um, yeah. If Daniel Sturridge is our main striker for the World Cup, I, I, I've got thingies about it. I really do. I don't think he could get us. I thought he was really bad yesterday. He reminded me a lot of Andy Cole. He needed five chances just to finish one. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's going through a drought period, and I'm even thinking about dumping him from my fantasy team at the moment. But uh, you know, Liverpool haven't played like like we know they can. Um, no, and. If you want to win the league, Sean, they're the results. It doesn't matter if it's a penalty, own goal, or in the 90th minute. If you want to win that league, you take every goal. And I, I really, I'll tell you what, I was so, I was so surprised with their support yesterday. I thought their support was phenomenal yesterday. I know you sit in the other side of it, but I can see all mm. the yesterday and the banners. It, it, it looked, it looked, it brilliant yesterday. It really looked good, and I took a few shots and pictures of it yesterday. It, it looked, mm. it looked really good, and I would love us to do things like that. It, it looked, it looked, yeah, it looked good. Well, they were quiet. Um, Liverpool fans were quiet until about the 81st minute until they oh, found yeah. their voice. Yeah. Anyway, let's, you, let's talk about after the match because I know you were the main source to uh, Hugh Southern's, uh Altercation with the ref, the yes. ref's car after the uh, the match. Tell us what happened, what you saw. Well, I walked back down Green Street, and there was a group of people around the gate entrance where there normally is loads of kids asking for autographs, etc., etc. Um, but there was this silver Mercedes pulled out of nowhere. Uh, well, it didn't pull out of nowhere. Basically, we was um, either side of the gate, and it just pulled in, reversed in. So everyone thought, oh, it's a... Um, it's a private driver for a player, etc. But we didn't clock. Then all of a sudden, this uh, guy walks from the back of the, well, the side of the coach, Liverpool's coach, with a Premier League badge coat on. And I shouted out, that's the ref. So then everyone looked at me and went, oh, it's the ref. Well, then all of a sudden, it started going. I shouldn't have opened my mouth. Fair enough, I opened my mouth, but it was the ref. Um, he started to get in abused badly from everybody. And there was a certain guy there. He might have had a little drink, but he was upset as well. So the referee's got in the back of the car um, and he's got his driver. His driver, now looking at it on the TV, I think it was the linesman, to be fair, that was driving. Um, so, yeah, he's got into the back of the car um, and obviously there's loads of people. So he's, he's got to go very slow. So as he's gone slow, he's in the back of the car this this guy's come out of nowhere, started punching the window, calling him everything under the sun, um, calling him a cheat, punching the window. How he did not put the window through, I do not know. Um, and to be fair, if it's not got to the Premier League, I will be very, very surprised. It, I don't know mm. if he has to put that into his report or nothing like that, but yes, it is abuse. He's refused, got re- abuse. Um, and I took my dad first game of the season. I took my dad. He's not been well. She hasn't been going. Um, and my dad was like, "Wow, I can't believe I've just seen that." And the uh, security guards got hold of this guy, and it all nearly kicked off down Green Street between these two guys, uh, the two security and this guy. And they all got a bit OTT, but yeah, he drove off the ref, and then Guy Demel come out after with his wife, um, and then he got massive applause. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think. We have too many expectations. I never expected to beat Liverpool. Emotions were running high. Um, moving on, I know you're going to the uh, open training day tomorrow, which yep. is on Tuesday um, during the Easter holidays. Um, but you're- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Trying to get your, you're doing something for the Bobby Moore Fund. Do you want to tell people about that? Neil? Yes. Um, I don't know if anyone's seen it. I'm sure a lot of people on your Twitter, Sean and more on the podcast Twitter have seen it. Um, it was a joke and it turned out to be something big. Obviously, when we beat Spurs, I had uh, I, I went and bought a shirt and had Spurs Neil West Ham three put on it. And the idea is to get it all signed by every person who was involved at that club that day to get it signed. I.e., Ravel Morrison's, Neil McDonald's, uh, Big Sam, etc., etc. All money uh, will go to the Bobby Moore Fund. Um, I'm getting it all framed uh, with pictures of the game, with some his goal, etc., etc. Um, and to try and make as much money. And I've spoke to the club. Uh, the club are letting me go into the change room tomorrow. Um, I'm allowed to take my niece and nephew, which is absolutely. I can't wait to see their faces. Um, meet all the players. Get pictures. Um, the I don't know who the guy is. So I spoke to him this afternoon. Um, he's letting me go into the change room and hold the shirt with all the team and get a photo with it as well. So the players are, are, are going to promote the shirt as well. So it is. Um, and have you got any? Uh, did you say some people have signed it already? And yes, yeah, so I've got. got I've got Sullivan and Gold so far on it. Um, and I, if it if needs must, I will go down to the QPR training ground and I will get reveals on it. <laughs> Good luck on that. Yeah. Cool, mate. Um, anyway, uh, we've got, I'm sure, a lot to talk about um, on on the podcast tonight. But thank you for your appearance. I think it's about third or fourth time you've been on the podcast. Uh, if people don't already follow you on Twitter, where can they follow you, Mister DJ Leon? DJ Leon one nine eight three. I'm sure you're all following me. I've got enough followers. But if you want to follow me, carry on. Um, yeah, I want more support. So it's not just <laughs> about West Ham. I've got my work on there at the moment, and I've got a few mixes out that are uh, going very viral at the moment, all over radio stations, which is fantastic news. Good. And where where are you going to auction this uh, shirt when it finally? Um, the plan was Sean to try and get it with on the um. The, the the players dinner uh, that was the plan um, yeah if, if if that's possible obviously there's going to be businesses there and I'm sure we can raise a lot more money there yeah in the auction through, oh uh, right yeah uh, an yeah that's side. a good idea so um, as long as they know, sell enough tickets I hear they haven't sold many tickets but that's another story which I sure yeah, probably well, shouldn't be discussing my my player this season so far was James Tompkins he's been uh, ever present I personally he was lucky yeah. not to get sent off yesterday yes. Yes. Yeah. And against uh, Swansea when I thought it was a foul, but obviously looking at replays, it was the tackle of the season. So. Excellent. All right, Leon, thanks for being our guest on more than just podcast. Dear Sean, no worries. Bye. Dear Bye. Thank you. Bye. There you have Leon Hyde, DJ yeah. Leon. Mm. Yeah. Stuff. So it's so it's his fault that if uh, West Ham get done about the ref's car, then Leon was the one who uh, who made it obvious that that. Uh, it was the referee's car in the first place. It's all his fault. Yeah, if it goes in the rest report. Uh, next up, we've got a poll that you've put included on the running order, Sean. So this is a poll that asks, should Big Sam stay or go? Where was this held? 
Sean's phone's ringing. Oh, school boy. Sean's phone's ringing in the middle of the podcast. I usually have to sing a song if that's the case. Uh, Where was this poll held, Sean? Uh, The poll was done. I I set up the poll for uh, Clarence Hugh, but I also wrote a piece for West Ham Till I Die and and used it on that as well. And... Do you write for West Ham Till I Die? I do, and West Ham Till I Die have finally got a link to more than just a podcast from today. Oh, wow. So if you go to westhamtillidie.com, you will find a link to more than just a podcast. Excellent. Excellent. Podcast. Anyway, Um, uh, the poll was done basically to say, should we are safe now, should Big Sam go next season, or should he stay, or do you not know? And over 2,165 people, not over. So 2,166 <laughs> people, oh, oh, did it? <laughs> 2, <laughs> 100, over 2,164 <laughs> <laughs> um, took part. You knew I was going to comment on that. Mm, yeah. You could see it in my eyes, couldn't you? And, and the scores <laughs> on the doors are exactly 1,046% said he should stay. 1,023 says he should go, that's 47%, and uh, 142 don't know or can't be bothered, that's 7%. So it's almost a split right really? down the middle. Mm. <laughs> well, Add up your percentages there. I didn't want to comment, I didn't think it would. 86 <laughs> plus yeah. 7 and then another 7, Where, <laughs> where's the other side got? Um, Somewhere around there, isn't it? Yeah. Who was thought of that? Yeah, down percentages. It's all pretty much split down the middle is what you're it's saying. It's split down the middle. And John and I were speaking about this. Um, and we were talking about, is it the right people to ask? You know, is it better to ask season ticket holders who actually pay their money and go each month, uh, each other week, fortnight? Um, or should armchair fans, so to speak, or people no, who watch my, on Sky? My, my question to you, Sean, was... Do you know what the demographic of the poll was at all? No. No. And I said, you know, is, is it's an ev- everybody poll. has a right to support West Ham, any which way they choose. They can get up at five o'clock in the morning, live in Malaysia and watch it on the stream. They can just watch Match of the Day and look out for the results in the day. It doesn't make them any more of a West Ham fan than me. But because I go to the game every other week and I watch most games on streams so if, if I'm not going away, I see a lot of watching. I actually watch West Ham a lot. And I think the people who actually watch West Ham a lot would be the majority of the people saying he should go. I would say the majority of the people who are saying he, sh- he should stay are people who look from it in the round and just are happy to see West Ham on match of the day, happy to see us in the Premier League. West- and Allardyce has done that. He's doing the job on that basis. But if you go every week and actually watch what's presented in front of you every week it would suck the life out of you like it's doing to me. <laughs> and that's all. that was my question to you. Point of order. Point of order. Yeah, you, you actually said it, we haven't got more right to demand a better style of football because it's actually Sky that yeah. gives, well, not gives just more Sky. money. No, I've, I've actually got, got another more, point. I've got more demands on the team. Outside of the UK, obviously, everybody can see every game live, right? So outside the UK, you can watch it. To be honest, if you're a big West Ham fan, you can watch every game on streams as well, and high-quality streams, as I now do, from the Middle East, on your TV even in the UK. So it's possible to watch every single game, whether you're in the UK or not. That's where the money comes from, whether you're paying a dodgy stream company or more likely paying, you know, Fox Sports or whatever, or NBC or whatever it is in, in, um, in America. And they're the ones where the one and a half billion comes from. So this year, we're likely to get 70 million, 77 million from TV money. And we will only probably get around about 10 million from season ticket holders. So who's, who's your daddy? Well, that, but the, the, who's your daddy? But at the end of it all, Sean, the product is only there. If you had no one sat in the stands watching it, it wouldn't be worth watching. Well, it doesn't seem to bother um, the Australian soccer. If you ever watch the Australian soccer on BT yeah, Sport well, or etc., they carry on the, the way they carry on. Three quarters sure. empty. That's the way There's it's no one in the stands, up. and when I was there, no one goes to watch it in in person. There's a few people behind the goals, 
But everybody it's stays got, and watches it on telly. It's completely got no significance whatsoever to this. Let's mm. move on now from that I got some new trainers. Did you? Yeah. Are they nice? Yeah. This is fun. Yesterday <laughs> evening, this morning technically, I was watching a WrestleMania. WrestleMania! WWE yeah, WrestleMania. I've never watched WrestleMania, so I don't even know if it goes like that. Well, they WrestleMania! Watch it. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Sean just banged his head on the wall. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. And at the corner of the picture, I spotted Claret and Blue. So I waited, and I saw it again, and I quickly screenshotted it on my phone, because I was watching it on my phone. And uh, I tweeted that picture out. To yes. Twitter. Yeah. You did. And uh, at this moment in time, it's had over 200 retweets and over 200 favourites. Wow. Excellent. It was featured in the Metro Magazine um, Sport section and was retweeted by the official West Ham United Twitter. It was. Um, and Sean managed to track down, through the powers of Twitter, one, yep. of, one of the three West Ham fans that were at WrestleMania, which was held in the Superdome, I believe it's called in New Orleans, Louisiana. Right. And uh, Sean, do you want to tell yeah, us so, his uh, story, at Jono, what, how he ended up wearing Jono, a West Ham kit? Yeah, Jono him. Butler um, is his name. He's a season ticket holder from Barry St. Edmunds, if I remember rightly. And um, he's on Twitter. And um, it was Leon, actually, that was on earlier, who told me apparently he was speaking to Jono on Twitter and said, by the way, there's some other guys in the audience wearing West Ham tops. Apparently, they don't know each other. <laughs> so when I spoke to John... Jo- <coughs> sorry, coughing away. When I spoke to Jono earlier, <laughs> he did said, I don't know what the other two guys' names are. They're going to follow me on Facebook. They're not on Twitter. So I'll tell you their names later. Now, I spoke to him um, sometime this morning. You need to point out that they did actually meet up and have a picture. Yeah, had a, they met up and had a picture because Leon said, why don't you get This is all on the picture. Facebook group, by the way. It's facebook.com yeah, it forward slash he said, well, I've only got back. It's five o'clock in the morning. I'm a little bit worse for wear. So I said, well, he's got his, his iPad with him. I said, can you install Skype? Because we'd like to interview for the podcast. He said, if I'm up in time um, and not too hungover. We got I all the big interviews on this podcast. I, I, will, I will talk <laughs> to I you. I think it's really cool. I think it's quite interesting. Uh, but unfortunately... We've not heard from him. I assume he's. I want to know what made him wear a West Ham top to. I will ask him. He will. I'm sure he will get back to me. And what they said to each other when they first three ran. I can't believe what you've worn. (laughs) But it's brilliant. The one I took a screenshot of was right on the ringside, and yeah, and during the first fight, I see someone else on Twitter say something like it was obviously someone not to do with the football, but it was. Who spends a thousand dollars for a ringside seat and wears a West Ham top yeah, to the WrestleMania? That's what I mean. It's brilliant. <laughs> why? I don't know why you think to wear one, but you know. Yeah, we don't know. But the, the club are trying to find out. I spoke to the club earlier, and they are trying to find out the identities of all three. Nice. We're everywhere, us. We West are fans. global brand, us. We know. We know. That's especially John and Nigel love stuff to do with marketing and global brands. Well, it's all about the brands. It's all about staying in the Premier League. Let's get the money in and sort of fuck the fans. That well-established brand of West Ham. Yeah, I, I, my had French. A, I had a SAB meeting last Friday. Did you? Did you? Uh, well, you did, didn't you? What was, it, what was it about? How did that go for you? It was very well. I can't say anything because I signed a non-disclosure agreement. But uh, hopefully there will be some exciting news very soon for all fans. Ooh. Can't Watch this space. Is, is the black kit being used after these messages? Are they? Yeah, are they going to use the third kit at all? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. They're going to give refunds to the people. No. Have they officially announced the thing about the season tickets? That was on the website, wasn't it? Yeah. What, price freeze. Price mm. freeze. Yeah. Well, there is a price freeze. So that's that's. I knew that. That's good. See, I was okay. hoping. <laughs> I now have to pay five hundred eighty-nine pounds. I, I was hoping that with the uh, 772 million they're getting in this season, or whatever you just said, might actually be a price reduction. No. Might have given us like an extra <laughs> 50 quid off each season to keep no. watching this dired, dire tribe. Anyway, you, knew, you know, I told you the story about how I find out about the season ticket. You did. Price it fell down the well. It's time for the Mons Podcast Fantasy League update. Ba-da-da. Top is Sean in the lead. I had a bad week though. With 2096, I only scored 35 points this week. And most, and um, I have danger, and this will please you. 
that second place is catching up fast for me. I lost 30 or 40 points on them. I'm now breathing down my neck, so I might lose at the last minute. George is up to eight. That's me with 1,979 points. John is down four places to 24th with eight, 1,896 points. I've got Jay Rodriguez. Reese is down two to Yeah, Norwich haven't had a good week, have they? Lost the manager. With 1,551 points. One One point and one place above Nigel Calm. I thought you knew about (laughs) football. 120th and last place is Charlie Manley with 1,007 points. So Charlie's finally passed the... Well done, He's catching up. He's just got past 1,000 points. Or she, we don't know. Don't forget Jingle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's time for this now. This is time for Facebook Twitter question time. um, John, if you have a question, you're just asking them. Yeah, you're going to ask the question. What's that? You just asked You were question. about to ask us a question. I was just going to say, do you want to do the podcast after the Arsenal game on Tuesday? I can't, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, that's a no, no then. That'd be a no then. Well, you oh. can do it without me, but I don't know if you know how to do it. Where are you? I'm in Newcastle. I've got a meeting up in Newcastle. Aye, aye, Newcastle. Aye, aye, man. <laughs> aye, aye, man. Yes, aye, why, aye. So, um, Fog on the tine is all mine. So you won't be home by 10 o'clock. Fog on the dune is all the moon, all the moon. (laughs) 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 Come on, crack on. Classic. So it's time for Facebook Twitter question time. Uh, Sean, uh, following recent week's flow, I ran out of words and didn't know what I was saying, Uh, asked the question, podcasting tonight, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can get any short than four words That's as short as I can get it Oh brilliant uh, Let's start from the beginning Scott George Smallman says What do you think was the difference in the team yesterday I thought the first half was a really good performance And we played some really nice football And kept Sturridge and Suarez at bay Was it tactics, pressure of the drop removed or we weren't expected to get anything from the game? Or was it all of the above? I think it masked a average performance, the referee decision. I think Liverpool were below par and they're feeling the pressure. I think Liverpool were feeling the pressure. You could see the strain. But still, going thought, still a good result, though. I thought Don't Suarez was going to break. The crab were on his back. He was getting more frustrated with his performance. And I thought he was going to just break and... Bite somebody. I don't think the crowd were on his back particularly. He they were calling him a see you next yeah, Tuesday. That, that, yeah, that, but that he gets that everywhere. That anyway. was after he wouldn't give the ball back to Adrian. When and the last he, Adrian looked like it was going to thump him one. Yeah. Um, Dan Commons says, want us to come in and host for you as well. Because of Sean's lacklustre question asking. Only joking. Can you guys give a shout out for the Sydney Hammers official meet for the Spurs game? We will have a big turnout and want to make sure that all the Hammers out here know. So if you're in Australia, in Sydney, uh, yeah. meet, up, shout out. meet up with Dan Commons and the Sydney Hammers for the top ah, Out. There you go. Sydney uh, Hammers. <laughs> Tony Pierakos says, and the Melbourne Hammers too. So and the Melbourne Hammers. If you're, in, if, you're, if you're in Melbourne and you want to watch the West Ham Tottenham game with a bunch of West Ham fans, well, speak to Tony Pierakos, all on the Facebook group. Uh, yeah, there is a uh, Facebook group. There, there is a Facebook group for the Brisbane Hammers. Facebook.com forward slash more than just podcast. Yeah. Is it the other way around? Yeah, really he also mm-hmm. asks, are John and George brothers or father and son? Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> That's the uh, nicest thing he's ever said to a middle-aged person. Like John. Yes, others George feel though. But that, <laughs> let's just be clear that John is a forty-seven-year-old man, <laughs> and, and he's George all man, ladies. He's his twenty-three-year-old son. Twenty-three? What has he got? Another brother? So John likes to exaggerate. What, what, how old are you, George? <laughs> I'm only twenty-one. And I'm the same age as you, Sean, 46. Neville Hyde says, I think <laughs> Sam has done a good job. <laughs> no. Neville Hyde says, I think Sam has done a good job, but we, I was not impressed on Sunday with one shot on goal and 36% possession when I was hoping for more. We depend too much on Andy Carroll and need to mix it up a bit. Looking forward to next season, getting some new players, and we will get better year on year. Rome was not in an inner day. I guess he meant to say Rome was not built in a day. Yeah, it's fill in the blank. Rome was not blank. No, in it a wasn't day. a blank. He just replaced it with an in. Yeah. 
But it's before your time. It's so Blankety it's Blank. Rome. It's not. I remember, remember that. Blankety Blank. Um, Paul O'Grady, Lily Savage. No. Uh, Rome. It was, wasn't it? it was That's a bloke. You know that. That's a bloke. Blankety Blank was Lily Savage, was it not? Yeah. No. Super catchphrase, super catchphrase. Blankety blank was... Super catchphrase. Blankety blank, blank. That was um, Terry Wogan. Terry Wogan! No, but Lily Savage did do it. I know, I know. Blankety blank. In our time, it was Terry George is only 23. He's 21, apparently. Anyway. Oh, Lily Savage is blankety blank. Who's right here? We know that. Um, <laughs> Terry Wogan's old Gary Prince says keeping Notturino and letting Morrison go was that a good decision? No, but Morrison is coming back. Yeah, but Morrison don't want to be there. He will be doing pre-season, and it's hopeful if we can come up with the money for the agents and his increased pay packet that he will sign a new contract. Poor man. Your 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 sort of information changes just. From you say things that are definite. You say things like, yeah, Morris, Morrison will never play for us again. You say things like, I never said that. Carrick is definitely coming to West Ham. I never said you say, that either. You say all these things. You did say Carrick. You put all these things out there. This is definitely happening. This is definitely happening. And about a week later, well, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Did uh, I say def? I said, did I ever said Carrick's coming to West Ham? Yeah, I yeah said that's what Carrick you did. could be coming no, home. No, you didn't. You put Carrick's coming mm. back in the summer. It's just, no. This stuff is just a whole Aaron Sean Watkins says Thought we played fantastic yesterday Full credit to the players And the fact that they could only score on penalties Showed us something different Why has it taken so long to play like that? There you go uh, it doesn't, It's I running about Running about should be a minimum Not even a I requirement Back up my view John You can't John, credit well, players for running about and our, trying Our out. fans mate have been so Sort of used to not Fickle. seeing anything that that little bit of effort is enough to mask the fact that we actually weren't very good, really. Sam Aladici is a genius. Yeah, well, we'll see. He, he's apparently no way is he going to be here next season. And Nolan's going as well. That's another one. <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> so they not, can our chairman not change their mind? That's another one of your classics. <laughs> I was banking on that. I'd renew my season know, ticket and everything that... Allardyce and Nolan were gone in the summer. They're staying. I know. Uh, Greg Milker says, is it time to bring more video reviews into the beautiful game? After the officiating yesterday, I think it warrants discussion. Yes. Yes. Well, we touched on it earlier slightly. I think think it should be. I've said this for a long time. I'm a a supporter of video refereeing. I I think it would just be good for someone to be sat watching it and just feeding it free. They must have done that in the past. I have no idea. Sorry? I have an idea. Go on then. So, we make it a sort of spectator sport, like, um, you know, like X Factor. So, you know the five buttons on your Sky Remote. Oh, dear. So, what happens is, there's a decision, and you have to press one of the four options, whether you think it's... Toby Fisher it. says, why can't <laughs> Sam play the free-flowing football we saw yesterday more often? All of the boys in the stand <laughs> the yesterday agreed we would rather see the football we played yesterday and lose than the dross we seem to have put out most season. Oh, See, people, people were... Uh, you don't like knows. my idea. You just carried off. Jim Salverson says, The first half yesterday was the best I've seen from West Ham this season. Lovely stuff, and AC is battering Ram best. Hope we see some of that in Brazil this summer. John didn't see that. You won't go to Brazil. I give too many fouls away. Uh, talking of that, he who did do. we sing your, he's going to Brazil to? Roger Johnson. He, um, Roger Johnson. The relegator. I'll be absolutely honest with you. If, um, if Lambert doesn't go and Carol does it, it's, it's an injustice. We won't get anywhere anyway. Uh, like it, so it doesn't point. matter. We also asked, should Andy Carroll's challenge on Liverpool goalkeeper Simon Mignolet voided Guy de Mel's goal? Uh, Craig Clemson says, the goal shouldn't have stood. We would, should have had a pay- penalty for a blatant shove by Skirtle. Uh, Carl Roberts says the goal should have stood. It's a man's game, and that was a good old-fashioned centre-forward play. <laughs> Let's remember, Carroll gets pulled and pushed all game, and he must have more unpunished fouls against him than any other player in the Prem. Why do they go unpunished? Oh, because he's an old-fashioned centre-forward who's expected to take it. AD, AD Northfield says, Sorry, foul not deliberate, just motion carry through. But although the first pen was a handball, how could Tompkins get, the ball out of the, get his hand out of the way? Mm. Ball to hand. Yeah. Bradley Ambridge says no such thing as the ball to hand rule anymore, AD. 
This is reply to Aidy North. Oh. Uh, they took the word deliberate out, so it is judged on whether the player gains an unfair advantage. Mm. Nigel Khan says it was a foul all day long. <laughs> I didn't even celebrate the goal because I saw the lines and flag in as Demel put the ball in. Played well, though. Oh. Mm. And that's it from Facebook. <laughs> We better go, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, no, I think Sean's going to make it. We've got quite a long comment from Chris Miles. You asked, Adrian got clear touch on the ball, proving the referee got the kit, got kit wrong. Do you mean got it wrong? Yeah. Uh, do you agree for the call for video playbacks? On the face of it, definitely, says Chris Miles. But you only have to watch M Match of the Day to see so-called experts disagree over instance when they've had hours to review the footage. Mm. Even now, a whole day after the game, people still disagree about Carroll's foul and same for the penalty against Adrian. Even though he clearly touched the ball, was his follow-up reasonable? Yeah. By the way, I think it was, but it's arguable. It says. Yeah, that's, no, that's true. what it boils that down is, to. Is. Opinions. And that's why it we have opinions. podcasts like this. To and our podcast, voice ours. if there wasn't opinions, would have been about two minutes tonight. Absolutely. Mm, absolutely. Um, we didn't pick on the on this actually last no, week. No, we don't have to pick up because. If you want to pick up on the back crack, <laughs> then I have got What's a picture this? of you that I will upload also of you being extremely silly in front of camera. When was that? I don't know. Anyway, what's going on? So oh, I was just going to pick. I was going to thank Sean for putting up a, a uh, instructional video on how to install a back crack onto your Land Rover <laughs> car. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll see that on there. Oh, I thought it was really helpful. Yeah. Hi there. I like the way that you do it very easily. You do. <laughs> you just need to give like a, a second, little bit of like second nature. modern day Alan Titchmarsh. We play Arsenal oh, next dear. Tuesday. Where do we think that's going to go? Uh, depending on the result at Wembley for them, I reckon that could be a 2 0 loss. Sure. To who? Sure. 2 0 loss. 2 0 loss. <laughs> yeah, 2 0 loss. Two. Well, it's not an Arsenal podcast, is it? I've got Murtisacker in my dream team, and he's uh, conceding a lot of goals at the moment. Is this how you think? Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go Home. that both will concede, and I'm going to make it a 2-2 draw. Two goals each. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go for another 36 percenter. One shot on goal, and we're going to win one nil. Uh, I think we're going to nick it one nil as well. Andy Carroll header. Andy Carroll header. <laughs> oh, 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 Andy Carroll. Oh, 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 Andy Carroll. I think that's it for this week's Monster Podcast. Yeah. We've had quite a long one. It's coming up to an hour, but I guess we ended on half an hour last week. That's all right. And, and and we're not Give them what they want. Sorry? We won't be here next no, week. No, we won't be. But I don't we know if you'll be here tomorrow. Be, no, we won't. So we'll probably be two weeks. We should really yeah. do one next yeah, week. We'll yeah, we'll try and squeeze one in on Wednesday. We'll try and squeeze one in on Wednesday. It all depends on Sean, really, whether he's still alive. Mm. Doesn't sound too well. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Wondrous Podcast Podcast. Okay. My name's been George. Reese has been. I've been Reese still. Sean. I've been Sean. And John. Yeah, goodbye. See you later. See you later, guys. Go on your your eyes. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 